Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter. From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air tonight as the Grizzlies host the Washington Wild Things in the second game of a doubleheader, the second game of a three-game weekend series, and the second-to-last game of the 2019 Frontier League regular season. Nate Gatter with you to kick off the Budweiser pregame show this evening on the Grizzlies Media Network. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. The Grizzlies coming off a 15-1 loss in the first game of today's doubleheader. Michael Austin got the victory for the Wild Things. Rain Leckman took the loss for the Grizzlies. The game took two hours and 38 minutes. There is no official attendance from that ball game yet. A number will be recorded this evening and count for both games. Earlier game was our Scott Rowland bobblehead giveaway presented by Country Bobs, originally scheduled for yesterday before last night's rainout. This evening is the Abe Lincoln bobblehead presented by Illinois South Tourism. And then tomorrow, the Grizzlies finish out the season. A 6.05 first pitch, 5.50 Budweiser pregame show coming your way across the Grizzlies media network, including on 5.90 The Fan. And uh, we'd love to have you out of the ballpark for the greatest night in baseball. Always a sellout, a big crowd, 6,000-plus, sometimes 7,000-plus, packed into the ballpark in Soche, just on the east side of the Mississippi. You can see the uh, gateway arch across the other side of the river from the second level of our ballpark. And uh, you can... Check that out when you come out for the greatest night of baseball. 51 prizes for 51 outs. Hopefully the bottom of the ninth outs 52, 53, and 54 will not be required with the uh, Grizzlies hopefully winning the ball game in eight and a half innings and not having to hit at the bottom of the ninth. So we'll give away a prize for every single out of regulation if the Grizzlies do, in fact, win. And on top of that, we will TP the ballpark after the game. That's Greatest Night in Baseball presented by Dutch House of Supplies, and it's all capped off by a famous fireworks super show. The Grizzlies, well-known for those. That'll finish out the 2019 season tomorrow after the ball game. Once again, a 6.05 start, 5.50 Budweiser pregame show tomorrow evening for the Grizzlies and the Wild Things to finish 2019. For tonight, both teams come in with a 37-57 record. Washington has won two in a row. The Grizzlies have dropped four straight, swept in Evansville, and then dropped the opener this series earlier today. So, the Grizzlies' margin for error is down to nothing if they don't want to finish with the worst record in the league for the third year in a row. Even if Gateway were to split the remaining two games with the Wild Things and finish up with an even record, the Wild Things, by virtue of winning two out of three in this series, if that were the case, and five out of nine for the season series, would have the tiebreaker and thus be considered ahead of the Grizzlies in the Frontier League standings. These two teams come in at last place in their respective divisions, Washington fifth in the east, Gateway fifth in the west. With that in mind, let's go to the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, get you those standings in their entirety. Lake Erie leads the way at 53-41 and 41 of the East. Schaumburg followed by uh, seven games in second place. Whitty City 12-and-a-half back in third. Joliet 14 off the pace in fourth. And the Washington Wild Things, as mentioned, trail by 16 games at the bottom of the division in fifth place. Lake Erie has clinched that division now for some time and will go to the Frontier League playoffs as the East champion and the number two seed out of four playoff-bound teams in the 10-team league. In the West, Evansville leads the way at 57-37 and 37 with the league's best record. Florence is a half game back. River City trails by four. Southern Illinois has been eliminated from playoff contention. Six back in fourth place. Gateway is 20 off the pace at the bottom of the division. We know that Evansville, Florence, Lake Erie, and River City will be going to the playoffs. We know that Lake Erie will be the number two seed. River City will be the number four seed. The only question is which of Evansville and Florence will win the West Division, which will be relegated to the top wild card spot and go as the three seed. The West Division winner will have home field advantage against River City. The West Division second place finisher and primary wild card will concede home field advantage and play Lake Erie in the first round. 
Let's go to this evening's Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard. Washington, as mentioned already, a 7-inning, 15-1 win in the opener of this doubleheader today. River City at Schaumburg, nothing-nothing. Fourth inning up in the Chicago area. Southern Illinois leads 4-1 at home over Evansville in the third. Whitty City up 6-0 at home in the third over Florence. If the Thunderbolts win that ball game over Florence, Evansville, even with a loss tonight, would clinch the Frontier Lakes West Division title. The Otters' magic number is one, either a win or a Florence loss. Otters have just a half-game lead over the Freedom, but they have the tiebreaker. So Evansville needs only one win out of its remaining two games or a Florence loss tonight in what is the Freedom's final game of the year against the Thunderbolts, at least the regular season. And uh, right now it's Windy City 6-0 in the third at Ozinga Field. Southern Illinois up 4-1 over Evansville in the third at Rent One Park. Schaumburg and River City scoreless at Boomer Stadium in the fourth. Lake Erie at Joliet evidently has not officially gotten underway. I think that's most likely internet issues for them at DuPage Medical Group Field. They were scheduled to start almost uh, an hour ago, but no score available for them on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskyboss.com. Josh Lapiana, the rookie left-hander, will go for Washington this evening in the nightcap of this doubleheader. His final start, of course, of 2019, six foot four, 220-pound southpaw from Georgetown, Pennsylvania, nearby Washington, a hometown boy, more or less, uh, who made his professional debut against the Grizzlies back on May the 24th when Gateway made its only trip of the year to play the Wild Things in western Pennsylvania. Then uh, Washington traveled here in early June and now again to finish out the season. The Wild Things now in seven games played in this ballpark the last two years have scored 15 or more runs four different times. So they've had a 57% chance in games in this ballpark the last two years of scoring 15-plus. 15 earlier today, 19 back on June the 2nd, and they scored 19 and 18 successive days last June as well. So some high-scoring games between these two clubs. The 15-1 total in the earlier game featured 16 combined runs, which was actually three and a third runs below the average. Coming into this series, these two teams the last two years had combined for 116 runs over six games in this ballpark, an average of just over 19 runs per game. They scored 16 combined in the first game of the doubleheader and series earlier today. So again, it'll be Lapiana for Washington against the six foot 195 pound right header Dominic Tapujan for the Grizzlies. He is 25 years old from Fresno, California. Tapujan will be making the start for Gateway, his 17th of the year. He's five and seven with a 4.21 earned run average, 94 innings. He struck out 51, walked only 21. The league is hitting 277 against him. He's coming off a quality start, six and two thirds innings, three runs, all earned against River City. Uh, last weekend in this ballpark, it was last Sunday when he made that start. No decision, but the Grizzlies eventually ran away with a ball game in the late innings and won it by a final of 12-3. to They piled up the runs in the bottom of the seventh inning in that game, just an out after Tapujan had departed, and in the end, Seaver hawked the win away from him in relief. Jason Seaver got the victory. Tapujan has started twice against the Wild Things this year. They were his first two starts for the Grizzlies ever. May 26th in Washington, one run over six innings. And then June the 1st at home, three runs over five innings. In total, 11 innings, four runs on nine hits. He struck out five, walked one, and he is 2-0 and oh against the Wild Things this year. So Tapujan against Lapiana tonight. Tomorrow we'll be on the air at 5.50 for the Budweiser pregame show. 6.05 will be our first pitch. Right-hander Chris Carden will go for Gateway. He is 7-5 and five with a 4.24 earned run average this year. Right-hander Nick Gallagher will go tomorrow for Washington. He is 2-3 and three with a 4.98 ERA for the season. Grizzlies are getting loose. I can see Sean Dunstan Jr., Gateway center fielder, in foul ground up the right side just beyond first base, play, uh, playing catch with a young fan in the first row, and that's uh, really what it's all about. Even when the Grizzlies have had a tough day, already losing 15-1, to 
Still trying to make a, a couple of young fans happy down in the first row, and Sean is playing catch, looks like, with all comers over on the right side. Should have a good crowd this evening for the Abel Lincoln Bobblehead Giveaway presented by Illinois South Tourism, and then, of course, an excellent one tomorrow for the greatest night in baseball. Our Frontier League umpires are coming out of the scene. Joe Harris, home plate umpire. Mike Weinstein will be on the bases. They'll be meeting momentarily with our managers, Phil Warren for Gateway, Greg Langvin for Washington to exchange lineup cards. So when we get back, we'll do the same and give you tonight's U.S. Bank starting lineups. Once again, we're closing in on first pitch here on the Budweiser pregame show, penultimate game for the Grizzlies of 2019, Washington and Gateway. Starting lineups next. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. Fans are getting pumped up as we return to GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where the Grizzlies and the Washington Wild Things are getting close to first pitch in the second game of today's doubleheader and this weekend series of the second to last game of the 2019 season for both clubs. Nate Catter back with you to continue the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network for the friends you can always count on, Bud Light, famous among friends. Time now for our U.S. Bank starting lineups. First for the visiting Wild Things, who came in with a record of 37-57, and 57, having won back-to-back games. They're 16 back at the bottom of the East Division. Ryan Cox leads off at shortstop. He'll be followed by J.R. Davis in center field. And Shane Hughes bats third and plays third. Hector Roa is the Wild Things cleanup man. He's in right field, followed by J.J. Fernandez, the switch-hitting first baseman, and Stephen Lohr, the D.H. Terrence Pinkston bats seventh. He's in left field. Drew Betty, the only new starter for the Wild Things in game two, is the catcher. He'll bat eighth. Brett Marr remains the number nine batter. He is at second base. Six foot four, 220 pound left hander Josh Lapietta from Georgetown, Pennsylvania, is on the mound for Washington this evening. Meanwhile, for the Grizzlies, Connor Owings leads off at first base. He's followed by Brent Sakurai at shortstop and Dustin Woodcock, the rookie right fielder out of SIUE. Clint Ahmed is Andrew Daniel at second base. He's followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. in center field and Wesley Jones, who will bat sixth and play third. Number seven hitter is Greg White in left field. Gutter Buter is the DH batting eighth. And Isaiah Cullum gets the start for the Grizzlies, their backup catcher hitting ninth. He'll be catching six foot one, 195 pound right hander Dominic Tapujan 
on the mound for Gateway. Once again for Washington, Cox at short, Davis in center, Hughes at third, Roa in right, Fernandez at first, lower the DH, Pinkston in left, Betty the catcher, Moore in second, and Lappy out of the left-hander on the mound. For Gateway, Owings at first, Sakurai at short, Woodcock at right, Daniel at second, Dunstan in center, Jones at third, White in left, Buter the DH, Cullum the catcher, Tapuja the right-hander from Fresno on the mound. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Game 95 out of 96 tonight. The second of a three-game series between the Grizzlies and the Washington Wild Things. Good crowd in Soje, and we hope you'll stick with us for first pitch coming up after this. You've been locked in to the Budweiser pregame show. First pitch next. Stay with us on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window, a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, home Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out baseballhall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. Or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, where the Grizzlies of the Washington Wild Things are just about at first pitch. On the east side of the Mississippi River, that does it for the Budweiser pregame show. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Thanks so much for joining us and spending part of your Saturday evening along for the ride. The Grizzlies try to avenge a blowout defeat in the first game of this doubleheader and series, and they will do so with Dominic Tapujian on the mound. Once again, the U.S. Bank starting lineup for the visiting Wild Things. Ryan Cox, J.R. Davis, Shane Hughes scheduled the bat at the top of the first. They'll be followed by Hector Roa, J.J. Fernandez, and Stephen Lohr. Terrence Pinkston, Drew Benny, and Brent Marr will round it out for Washington against Tapujan. The Grizzlies' defense, second worst in the league by fielding percentage, has Greg White in left, Sean Dunstan Jr. in center, Dustin Woodcock in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Wesley Jones, Brent Sakurai, Andrew Daniel, and Connor Owings, Isaiah Cullum. Grizzlies rookie backup catcher gets the start behind the plate for the right-hander to Pujan. Tonight's starting lineups once again brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. To Pujan, the six-foot one, 195-pound, 25-year-old right-hander from Fresno, California. Dominic is five and seven with a 4.21 earned run average. Tonight is his 17th appearance for the Grizzlies. All of them have been starts. Over 94 innings, he struck out 51, walked 21. The league is hitting 277 against him. Coming off a quality start at home against River City last Sunday, he allowed three runs, all earned on seven hits over six and two-thirds innings, did not factor in the decision, and the Grizzlies eventually won the ballgame. Tapujan works out of the windup from the center of the rubber, and the first man to face him is lefty batting Wild Things shortstop Ryan Cox. Tapujan out of the windup, lifts his leg and throws. Cox swings and nubs one off the end of his bat, dribbling foul on the left side. We're underway at 7.07 Central Time. 79 degrees and partly cloudy, although still pleasant at the ballpark, much more so than it was in truth for the first game when the sun was out and banking the turf surface mid-afternoon. First pitch weather report is brought to you by Pro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at Pro. Faster to any size disaster. Tepush in the windup with a one-strike delivery on the way. Cox takes a changeup for a strike just off the outer edge, but he got the call, and it's 0-2 on the lefty batter. Cox hitting 2.22, No homers, 19 batted in this year. Now the pitch. He takes a fastball that tails outside. One ball and two strikes. 63rd game of the year for Cox. will be followed, as mentioned, by J.R. Davis and Shane Hughes. Tapujan gets his sign from Cullum. One and two delivery on the way. Cox takes a backdoor curve just off the outer edge. Cullum wanted it and held it there. But it's two balls and two strikes. He did not get the call from our home plate umpire, Joe Harris, the 2019 Frontier League Umpire of the Year, as announced by the league office this week. He's joined by Mike Weinstein, who will be the umpire on the bases. Two and two pitch now to Cox on the way. Swing and a miss. Cox in front of a good slow changeup. And a lunging swing results to the first out. Tapuja to strikeout to open this top of the first inning. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. No one's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. So now J.R. Davis, righty batting wild thing center fielder. Davis hitting 289 with a home run and 19 RBIs over only 34 games of the wild things. Pitch to him is a fastball down the middle for a strike. Davis 
was two for three with a double, a couple of walks, and a pair of RBIs in the first game of this series, although it did not score a run. Opener of the doubleheader earlier today. One strike offering on the way. And it's a change up top toward third base, a high first top, charging Jones to his left, loves it cap high, and throws to first to get Davis. Two up and two down against Tapujan, who has struggled in the first inning. His uh, last three starts, he's allowed eight first inning runs. Grizzlies were scored upon in the first inning earlier today and allowed five in the first inning Thursday, their last game before that against Evansville. Over Gateway's last 10 games coming into tonight, 17 first inning runs allowed. Pitch to Shane Hughes, a curveball that drops in below the belt for a strike. But Tapujan has retired Cox and Davis on a strikeout and a ground out. Two down and nobody on in the top of the first. Just underway with no score. And it's the lefty batter Hughes now. Dominic the windup and the pitch. Hughes pops it up. Left field line, medium deep into foul territory. Long run for White. Stops along the foul line, makes the catch. And according to Joe Harris, our home plate umpire was just barely in fair territory when White made the grab. And it's an efficient top of the first inning. A 1-2-3 frame for Tapujan, and that is music to the Grizzlies' ears. We head to the bottom of the first. Washington nothing. Gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Connor Owings leads off the bottom of the first inning for the Grizzlies after Washington went scoreless on a strikeout, a ground out, a flyout against Dominic Tapujan. It's six foot four, 220 pound rookie left hander Josh Lapiana to the mound for the Wild Things. He works only out of the stretch and deals to Owings, who takes a fastball high, ball one. Connor will be followed by Brent Sakurai and Dustin Woodcock in the home first for the Grizzlies against Lapiana out of Georgetown, Pennsylvania, nearby Washington. 0 4, 5.83 run average. Delivers a fastball, though. It's two balls and no strikes. Seventeenth appearance for Lapiata as a pro, his eighth start. He sets to the belt and deals. Owing swings and fouls one off his front foot of the box. Two balls and a strike. 
Lafayette over 49 at a third inning, has struck out only 31 and walked 19. The league is hitting 3-0-1 against him. He has allowed four runs all earned in each of his last three outings, and he's taken losses in all of them, most recently at home against Southern Illinois, August the 23rd. The pitch. Owings takes a fastball just low, three balls, one strike. Laviana has not pitched on the road since Florence, his first outing of this month on August the 3rd. He allowed five runs all earned over six innings. The pitch. Swinging a bouncing ball back to the mound, speared by Lapiana up into his right near his shoulder. And he jogs toward first, underhands to Fernandez for the out. One to three, retires Owings for the first out of the home first. And it brings up Brent Sakurai. Grizzly shortstop. Sakurai hitting 263, five home runs, 26 batted in. He hit the ball hard in the first game of this doubleheader. The pitch, fastball grounded toward first base, backhanded by Fernandez, who goes to the bag himself. Three and assisted, and two quickly down to the Grizzlies first. Nobody has yet reached base for either team, no score. And Dustin Woodcock coming up. Sakurai now two of five across the two games of this doubleheader, but has hit the ball hard pretty much every time. He had a couple of singles and a pair of lineouts in the first game. Now starts with a hard opposite field ground ball. Speared by Fernandez at first to open uh, his evening. Left-hander against left-hander. Lapietta sets and deals to Dustin Woodcock, who takes a slider for a strike. Woodcock had a couple of hits and an RBI in the first game of the doubleheader today. 219 average, 12 homers, 27 RBIs for the rookie out of SIUE. One strike pitch. Fastball taken, strike two over the outside. Nobody on, two men out, last of the first, and it's nothing in two on Woodcock, but he's dangerous in any count. Don't miss against him. The pitch, taken low, a breaking ball. Washington defense, best fielding percentage in the league. Terrence Pinkston is in left field, J.R. Davis in center, Hector Roa in right. Third to first on the infield, it's Shane Hughes, Ryan Cox, Brett Maher, and J.J. Fernandez. Drew Benny, the Wild Things backup catcher, is behind the plate for the southpaw Lapietta. Here it is. Woodcock takes outside a fastball, two and two. Grizzlies cleanup man, Andrew Daniel, is on deck. Lapietta sets and delivers. Woodcock swings at a fastball, tops it up the first baseline. A couple of hops, it's gloved by Fernandez, who simply cuts off Woodcock, 10 or 15 feet shy of first base, and tags him out to end the inning. So a one to three grounded and a couple of three unassisted putouts take us to the second inning. Nobody has yet reached base. Gateway nothing, Washington nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. 
<clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank: The power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Dominic Tapujan back to work as we head to the top of the second inning. Gateway at Washington have no score. Neither team had a base runner reach. Three ground outs for the Grizzlies in the home half. Top of the first, Washington had a strikeout, a ground out, and a flyout against the right-hander Tapujan. So it's the powerful righty batter Hector Roa who starts for the Wild Things in the top of the second. Pitch to him. It's a curve taken for a strike on the inside. Roa second in the league in home runs behind only Lake Erie's Jake Veith, and that's by just one homer. One strike offering on the way. It's a fastball taken low. One ball and one strike. Roa went one of five, did eventually have it hit. An RBI and a run scored in the seventh and final inning of the first game of our doubleheader today. He also walked. Hitting 288, 17 homers, 69 batted in to match his career high. One and one pitch. Roa swings and shoots one toward the right side, threw a base hit. So he started the doubleheader 0 for 3, and we were surprised because he has a 370 career batting average against the Grizzlies. But he has since walked and come up with a couple of hits, so he's now 2 out of 5 with a walk in the series better than his career averages, although still without an extra base hit against Gateway. So the first base runner of the game for either club, and here now is J.J. Fernandez, switch hitting first baseman, who will bat from the left side against Depujan. Fernandez, a 258 average, six homers, 36 knocked in. The pitch, changeup taken for a strike over the outside. Looks like it's going to be a wide zone for Harris, our home plate umpire. Wider at least than Mike Weinstein had when he was perhaps squeezing a little bit late on, even in a 15 to one Washington win, opener of the doubleheader today. Tapujan sets at the belt, a long hold and time called at the plate. Roa at first, Owings holds him there. Middle infielders double played up. Nobody out, no score of the second. One strike pitch on the way. Fernandez fouls it back to the top of the screen. No balls and two strikes. Wind also is blowing out to right field. Ball carried a bit in the first game of our doubleheader earlier today. Of course, it was warmer during the daytime. That helps as well. Two strike pitch. Fernandez swings at a changeup and fouls it back. Grizzlies in the alternate powder blue jerseys for tonight's game. Navy caps and belts. Navy Grizzlies across the chest with the Navy Bears on the gold bat out on the St. Louis Cardinals playing across the river against the Reds at Bush Stadium. Two strike offering again from Tapujan. Fernandez fouls a fastball back this time. White pants at home for Gateway. White numbers fronted back of the jerseys. 
Wild Things in the alternate black jerseys, helmets, belts, red Wild Things in italicized capital script straight across the chest, red trim, and the gray traveling pants. Fernandez has his wrapped around his red cleats. Another 0-2 delivery from Dominic. Rudder goes, pitch outside, Cullum's throw on the back, Sacks tag, Rolla is out! And he stays down at second base, holding his left knee. Roa is out. Cullum hoses him at second base. First time Roa has been caught trying to steal this year in nine attempts, and he is still down. And I think he's going to need some attention here. Wild Things athletic trainer Marty Bria is out towards second. Roa has popped up to his feet and is kind of jumping up and down. Hopefully it was just awkward. He folded his left leg underneath him as he went in for the slide with his right foot first toward the bag. And he was thrown out on a very good throw by Cullum. He did not get a great jump, Hector Roa. And Zach was there to put a tag on him. Easy call for Mike Weinstein, our base umpire. So it's two to six on the caught stealing in the scorebook. And Roa is walking off under his own power toward the Wild Things dugout on the third base side. One out, nobody on, no score in the top of the second. One ball and two strikes on Fernandez, who crowds the plate left side a bit more than he has been the early pitches of this plate appearance. Tapujan delivers. Fernandez swings and misses. A fastball off the outside, beat him. A couple of strikeouts for Tapujan, and there are two men down in the visitors' half of the second inning ahead of Wild Things designated hitter Stephen Lohr. Pitch, Laura swings and takes a breaking ball back into Cullum's mitt for a strike. All Grizzly strikeouts are brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Play it safe this season, call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. Here it comes. Laura takes a changeup that drifts just low, one ball and one strike. Laura had his second Wild Things home run, his third overall this year in the first game. A grand slam in the seventh inning down the right field line. He was one for two with three walks. Drove in four and scored four. One and one delivery. Lord takes low, two balls and a strike. So he's hitting combined with his time with Southern Illinois before he was traded to Washington. Just about 240 for the year. Three home runs and he's driven in 37. His on-base percentage is well up into the 360s. Nobody on, two men out, scoreless in the second, and Tapujan looked like he was struggling to see what Cullum wanted him to do and steps off the back of the rubber to reset. Two balls, one strike on Lohr. Straightaway stance right side. Here it comes. He swings and fouls one off right side out of play. Two balls and two strikes. Terrence Pinkston is on deck for the Wild Things if the inning continues. Tapuja to this point has still managed to face the minimum. He did allow a single to Roa to lead off this inning, but Roa was caught trying to subsequently steal second base. The pitch, swing and a change up and a high fly ball, deep left center field, back goes Dunstan. He has room in front of the track and makes the catch to retire the side. No runs, one hit, nobody left. Still the minimum through two for Tapuja. Home second is next, nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies media network. A Budweiser. A burger and Thomas Rhett. 
When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Second inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge, where it's Washington nothing and the Grizzlies nothing. Only one base runner thus far. Came at the top of the second for the Wild Things on a leadoff single from Hector Roy. He was later caught trying to steal second. He has remained in the game at right field after he stayed down at second base for a little bit, holding his left knee. First pitch to Andrew Daniel is taken for a strike. Righty batting Grizzlies cleanup man will be followed by Sean Dunstan Jr. and Wesley Jones against Washington left-hander Josh Laviano. Daniel swings and misses, chased a change up below his knees, and it's no balls and two strikes. On the former San Diego Torero, heading 233, nine homers, and he's driven in 36. Lapietta works out of the stretch from the third base out of the rubber, straightens at the belt, and deals. Daniel takes up and away. One ball and two strikes. Grizzlies grounded out three times in the first inning against the rookie Southpaw. Once back to the mound, twice to first. The pitch. Swing and a miss by Daniel. Could not connect on an off-speed delivery. And it's a fr- uh, the first strikeout for Lapietta. One away in the home second. And Sean Dunstan Jr. coming up now. Grizzlies try to solve this Washington pitching staff. Scored just one run, although on 11 hits in the first game of this doubleheader today. But all 11 Grizzlies hits in the first game of this doubleheader in series were singles. And that's been an issue for Gateway of late as well, not walking very much. Grizzlies did not draw a single walk in game one. Left-hander to left-hander, the pitch. Sean shows butt, pulls back, takes high ball one. He's hitting 251, eight homers and 37 batted in. And if you don't walk very much and you don't hit for extra bases, Dunstan takes a slider for a strike, one and one. It's difficult to single enough times to bring in all that many runs, especially without much of the base pass. And the Grizzlies didn't have a whole lot going on out there either. One and one offering. Sean takes inside ball two. No score in the home second. One out of the base is empty. 
Sean bends at the knees, open stance, flexes the bat over his left shoulder, chokes up, and swings at a fastball, drives it right center field. Back goes Davis to the track, to the wall. It is gone. So the home run, Sean Dunstan Jr. The Grizzlies' first hit of the night makes it one nothing gateway in the home second. The Grizzlies had 11 hits, all singles in the first game of the doubleheader. They've had one hit, a home run in game two. Sean's ninth home run of the season, his 38th RBI, and the Grizzlies' 70th home run as a team in 2019. Roddy batter Wesley Jones pitched to him. Is a fastball taken outside, ball one. So that's the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game, brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or in need of an annual checkup? Lapietta's 1-0 pitch. Jones swings over a changeup and misses. Whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital, where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. 1-0 Grizzlies, one out, nobody out of the home second. A ball and a strike on Jones. Here it comes. He swings at a fastball, sprays it foul off the right side and out of play. Jones hitting 361. Without a home run, he's driven in a half dozen. That's across 17 Grizzlies games. He was three for three, all singles in game one today. One and two offering. Jones takes down and outside. Two balls, two strikes. All Grizzlies home runs also brought to you by Trost Plastics, family-owned vinyl fencing specialist, serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Jones wraps a ground ball back toward Lapiana. It's off his glove. He recovers with his bare hand near the rubber and throws out Jones at first. Two down. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics, fence and deck specialists. Here comes Greg White. Grizzlies one, Wild thinks nothing. Two down, nobody on, last of the second inning. Grizzlies' home run surge has now continued. Four games homerless, but they're back where they were earlier. Pitch to White is lined towards short, but a leaping catch made by Cox. Good play by Ryan Cox ends the inning. The Grizzlies take the lead on a solo homer from Sean Dunstan Jr. We'll talk more about that power surge when we get back. Two innings in the books. Gateway one, Washington nothing on the Grizzlies media network. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's six. 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. 
Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Sean Dunstan Jr.'s second inning solo home run has given the Grizzlies a 1-0 lead as we head to the visitors' half of the third in a seven-inning game, remember. Doubleheader today, so both games are only seven innings. Grizzlies right-hander Dominic Tapujan back to work against Washington left fielder Terrence Pinkston, a right-handed batter. Tapujan winds and lets it fly. Pinkston takes a curve for a strike over the outer half. He'll be followed by Drew Benny and Rhett Marr. The 7, 8, and 9 hitters due for the Wild Things in the top of the third. Tapujan has faced the minimum thus far. Did allow a base runner. One strike pitch. Fastball taken for a ball just low, one and one. Hector Roa had a leadoff single through the right side of the second inning, but was caught stealing. So still, Tapujan has faced the minimum, struck out a pair, and he has not walked anybody. That's what the Grizzlies will really enjoy. One and one offering. Fastball swung and a missed. One and two. Grizzlies pitchers, the last four games, three in Evansville in the opener of this series earlier today. Not counting the first two innings so far tonight. 31 innings pitched, 34 walks, and eight hit batters. The one and two delivery. Fastball that's lined back at his center field, the base hit. So a leadoff single for the Wild Thing, second time in his many innings. And in three innings overall. So Pink said at first, nobody out as the potential tying run with Drew Benny, the Wild Thing's catcher, now coming up to make what will be his first plate appearance of the series. He did not play in the earlier game today. Benny, just a 191 hitter, no homers and 10 batted in over his first 35 games with the Wild Things. Does have a couple of doubles, his only two extra base hits. Owings holds Pinkston at first. The pitch taken off the outside corner for a ball. So, said going into the break, the Grizzlies' power has been surging in a big way this month. Certainly it has, and now continuing with a Sean Dunstan Jr. blast. 1-0 pitch. Benny swings at a fastball, pops it foul, right side out of play. The count is a ball and a strike. The Grizzlies now, over 29 games in August, counting tonight, have hit 31 home runs. Make it 32 with Sean Dunstan Jr. solo shot. That leads the league. One and one offering to Benny on the way. Curve taken high, two balls and a strike. Over June and July combined, the Grizzlies had only 19 home runs. 32 this month. They had 38 total, May, June, July, the entire season before August. Now, the season didn't start till May 10th, so call it two and a half, two and two-thirds months, something like that. Throw to first, Pinkston dives back. And the Grizzlies have almost met their total now for the first two and a half months of the year, just in August. 32 home runs. But if you want to know how powerful the gateway teams of the early 2000s were, the Grizzlies have only now gotten past a halfway point. 
Two and one offering from Tapujan on the way. Then he swings at a fastball, fouls it off right side. The Grizzlies have only now gotten past the halfway point to the franchise's single month home run record. Gateway hit 62 home runs in August of 2007. 62 in one month. one nothing Grizzlies here, top of the third. Pinkston at first, nobody out. Two balls, two strikes on Benny. Tapujan ready, and he throws. And he takes a slider off the outside, three balls and two strikes. Benny is spelled B-E-N-E. It's pronounced like the first name. So this is an important pitch now. Three balls, two strikes on Benny, who's hitting under the Mendoza line. Tapuja does not want to walk him and start a rally. He holds and deals. Pinkston runs. Benny takes up an in ball four. First Tapujan walk, and it's put two wild things on with nobody out. And it quickly brings Grizzlies first-year pitching coach James Frisbee out of the first base dugout to have a conversation because now Tapujan is allowing this bottom third of the Washington order to start a rally. Single to the number seven hitter and a walk to the number eight hitter. Grizzlies pitchers now in nine-plus innings today have walked a dozen. Number nine batter Brett Moore will hit after the Grizzlies conference breaks up with the entire infield on the mound. We can go to our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard where it looks like Evansville is going to be our West Division champion because Windy City is up on Florence 13 to nothing in the fourth inning up at Ozinga Field. Windy City is known for having very little offense. The Thunderbolts have scored 13 runs and counting. They're still batting in the bottom of the fourth. Here's the righty batter, Marr, against the right-hander, Tapuja, who works on the third base out of the rubber, sets the belt, and lets it fly. Marr swings at a fastball, pops it up, shallow right field toward the line, long run in for Woodcock, still coming. It drops in front of him, a base hit. The wave around the plate. Woodcock's throw is a good one. Here's the tag on Pinkston, he is saved. Loop RBI single for Brett Marr, who has driven in three in the two games of this doubleheader today. Give him 20 RBIs for the year. The ball game is tied at one in the third inning. Little jam shot pop-up dropped in just inside the foul line in shallow right. Scores Pinkston from second. Benny goes to second, and Marr aboard. So single, walk, RBI single. Still two on, still nobody out. 1-1 tie in the third for the leadoff man, Ryan Cox. Here it comes. He takes a changeup over the outside for a belt-high strike. Anyway, on our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, Windy City up 13 to nothing over Florence. And if that score holds and the Thunderbolts win the ball game, which seems a virtual lock at this point. One strike offering to Cox from Tapujan after a hold on the way. Cox takes up and away for a ball. If that holds, then no matter what Evansville does, right now losing 8-2 in the fifth inning at Southern Illinois, no matter what happens, the Otters will be West Division champions. And there will be nothing left for them to play for tomorrow. River City leads 2-0, sixth inning in Schaumburg. Lake Erie at Joliet, nothing-nothing in the first. Swing on a fly ball left field. Back goes White to his left, toward the track, reaches out, it's past him and goes to the wall. That will score Benny from second. Marr stopped at third. It's an RBI double for Ryan Cox. And the Wild Things lead two to one in the third. That ball not only carried to left center, but it looked like the wind blowing out to right kind of pushed it back towards center field because based on White's initial read, the way he was going back and to his left, I thought that was going to be an easy play for him. In the end, anything but. 
third hit already of this inning for the Wild Thing. And an RBI double for Ryan Cox. And he scores to give the Wild Things a 2-1 lead. Moore to third, Cox at second. Still nobody out for the righty batter, J.R. Davis. Pitch to him is a curve foul back. No balls, one strike on Davis, who grounded a third his first time. Shane Hughes now on deck, and Hector Roa in the hole. Tapujan got off to a really nice start. First time in three outings that he had avoided allowing any runs in the first inning. And yet now, here he is, down 2-1 in the third. One strike offering. Davis swings at a curve, pops it up off the end of his bat. Foul ground, first base side. Owings over between the bag and the coach's box. Makes the catch. One down. Runners hold at second and third, and here is Shane Hughes. Who fly to left his first time. Lefty batting, Wild Things third baseman. Want to remind you as well, on the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can too at huskybots.com. On that out-of-town scoreboard, it's now 14-0 Windy City in the fourth. Swing by Hughes at a fly ball that he pulled foul off the right side, nothing and one. Got a nice catch made by a Grizzlies fan. Down in the concourse. Maybe 25 feet or so to the right of the foul pole. More at third, Cox at second. Two runs on three hits and a walk for the Wild Things already in this inning to take the lead. They lead it two to one. Tapujan's one strike delivery to Hughes on the way. Fastball popped up, foul left side and out of play. No balls and two strikes. Good crowd on hand this evening for the penultimate game of the Grizzlies 2019 season. Gateway will finish up tomorrow, 6.05 first pitch. If you can't make it to the park, we'll be on the air at 5.50 for the Budweiser pregame show. Right-header Chris Carden will go for gateway against right-header Nick Gallagher for Washington. No balls, two strikes. Dominic ready, and he fires. Hughes checks his swing and takes a curve that bounces into Cullum, who smothers it nicely. One ball and two strikes. Carden this year is 7-5 and five with a 4.24 earned run average. Gallagher is 2-3 and three with a 4.98 earned run average for the year. That will be our matchup tomorrow on the greatest night in baseball. 51 prizes for 51 outs. We'll be giving them away all night long as the game goes on. TP the ballpark immediately after the final out. And a fireworks super show for which the Grizzlies are famous to follow the uh, toilet paper flying all over the ballpark tomorrow night. Tickets available at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling 618. 618- 337-3000. You can also come on out to GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge. One-two pitch. Swing at a ground ball to first. Owings loves it. He wants to come home but changes his mind. Mars slides in head first with a run. And Owings steps on third to retire Shane Hughes. 3-1 wild things now. RBI ground out for Hughes, who is now 0 for 2 but drives in the run. His 32nd run batted in this season. Cox goes to third, two down. And here is Hector Roa. Roa was the first base runner of the ball game for either team. He had an opposite field single in the second inning, but was thrown out trying to steal second base. Right-hander against right-hander. Tapujan stares in for his side, sets at the belt buckle, and delivers. Roa takes a curve that stays high, ball one. 
Roa now is two of five with a walk across the two games of the doubleheader. He has driven in a run and scored another. But he does not yet have an extra base hit. Talked about it during the first game of the doubleheader. He is a certified Grizzlies killer. One strike pitch. Roa swings and misses at a fastball so hard he falls down in the right-hand batter's box. That draws a little reaction. And it's one ball and one strike. Roa is one off the Frontier Lakes home run lead. Depujian's one and one delivery on the way. Roa takes a fastball to inside, two balls and a strike. So it's three runs on four hits down for the visiting Wild Things, just one for extra bases, an RBI double from Ryan Cox earlier in this inning. The Grizzlies have a run on just one hit, took the lead on a Sean Dunstan Jr. solo homer in the home second. Now the pitch. Roa takes a slider down and away. Three balls at a strike. Switch hitter J.J. Fernandez is on deck. Debusion ready again. Three and one pitch to Roa on the way. Swing and a miss. Nice ball around the outside. Three balls, two strikes. Roa is an excellent hitter. But he is swing happy. 288 average, 17 homers. He has 44 extra base hits, and he's driven in 69. Outstanding numbers for a player who's still only 24 years old. But he has walked just eight times, counting a base on balls in the first game of the doubleheader today. So his on-base percentage is barely over 300. Tafujian's payoff to Roa on the way. Fastball swung out and missed, and he strikes out. That's the third strikeout for Tapujit, all swinging. He strands a man at third. The Wild Things score a pair on three hits, or they score three runs, I should say, on three hits and take the lead. We go to the bottom of the third, 3-1 Washington on the Grizzlies Media Network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-SERVPRO and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-SERVPRO or visiting ServPro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Dunson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. 
Buter leads off for the Grizzlies in the last of the third, trailing Washington 3-1. Josh Lapiana ready and delivers. Buter swings and bounces one up third and foul. Apologize to any of those of you who have had uh, some technical difficulties. We should have that all sorted out now in the ballpark. 3-1 is the Wild Things lead as we go to the bottom of the third. Lapiata works to 8-9-1 of the Grizzlies order. Lefty to righty is one strike pitch. Buter takes a changeup outside, 1-1. One one. Gunner will be followed by Isaiah Cullum and Connor Owings. Grizzlies DH this evening hitting 2-11, three homers, 16 batted in. He pokes a soft line drive, slicing foul, right side, and another catch by a fan. We've had a couple of catches made by a young Grizzlies fans. The first three innings. Good to see people having a great time out of the ballpark this evening. And again, that could be you as well tomorrow. Greatest night in baseball, final game, 96 of 96 for the Grizzlies in 2019. Lapiana from the belt, one and two pitch. Peter takes a backdoor slider that loops around the outer edge. Two balls, two strikes. Washington, nobody on, nobody out, home third. And the pitch. Buter swings at a fastball, lifts it right field and deep. Back goes Roa to the track, to the wall. It could go, gone! Grizzlies have two hits tonight, both home runs. Buter's fourth of the year makes it a 3-2 Washington lead in the third. Second Grizzlies home run of the night, 71st of the year. Brought to you by Trost Plastics, family-owned vinyl fencing specialist, serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics, fence and deck specialists. Here's the righty batting rookie catcher, Isaiah Cullum. Lefty to righty, pitch of the way. Cullum swings and lifts one down the right field line, but he slices it foul and out of play. No balls, one strike. On Gateway's backup backstop who is one out of 18 over his first eight games as a pro. That's an 056 batting average. Nobody on, nobody out. Now three, two wild things in the third. Cullum takes outside, one ball and one strike. So the, the uh, Grizzlies in the first game of the doubleheader today had 11 hits, all singles. Second game, two hits, both home runs. Cullum takes a strike over the inside of the belt. It's one at two. Lapiana from the belt, the pitch. Backdoor slider stays away. Two balls, two strikes on Cullum. We'll see how long it takes either bullpen to get up, in particular Washington, because Lapiana has only thrown three innings apiece his last three starts. Two and two offering. Cullum takes just off the inside of fastball, and it's full three balls, two strikes. And on top of that, the Wild Things didn't have to get anybody up for the first game of the doubleheader today. And they had a couple of games off this week, so they've only played two games. Payoff pitch. Swing on a drive, left field and deep. It's way back. Could it go? Gone! Isaiah Cullum's second professional hit is his first professional home run. And it ties the game at three in the third inning. The Grizzlies go back to back. 
Another Grizzlies home run brought to you by Trost Plastics. Family-owned vinyl fencing specialist serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics fence and deck specialist. And now the top of the order, Cotter Owings, who has been mired in a brutal slump. But did break out of it with back-to-back -back hits. His final two at bats of game one. He takes a slider for a strike. He grounded out back to the mound to lead off the home first tonight. But still two out of five today across the two games of the, the uh, doubleheader and has 11 home runs, second on the club. The pitch taken just off the inside, another breaking ball, and it's even one and one, and now the bullpen is up. Because Wild Things relievers pretty much have played only two games this week, Wednesday, Thursday at River City, then rained out yesterday, and then did not have to pitch earlier today. Michael Austin, seven inning complete game. Owings fouls went off his foot, one and two. The Grizzlies have not gone back to back to back this year. Nobody on, nobody out. 3-3 tie, bottom of the third. And it just continues for the Grizzlies in game one. 11 hits, all singles. In game two, three hits, all the home runs. And Gateway now in August has 34 homers. After 38 all year before August. Brent Sakurai on deck, Dustin Woodcock in the hole. All three, counting Owings, guaranteed a bat now in this inning. Back-to-back -back homers from Buner and Cullum. One-two pitch. Foul back. And it's been the bottom of the order starting each of these rallies for each team in the third. The Wild Things scored three runs because their seven, eight, nine batters went single, walk, single. The Grizzlies' eight and nine batters have gone home run, home run, and tie the game at three. These two teams play one slugfest after another, it seems. One, two pitch again. Owing swings, drives one right field. Hits way back, head gone. Back to back to back. Buner, Cullum, Owings. The Grizzlies take a 4-3 lead in the third. First time in 2019, Gateway has hit three home runs in a row. Owings ties Luke Lowry and Dustin Woodcock for the team lead with a dozen on the year. And it's four to three, Gateway in the third. Four runs for the Grizzlies on four solo homers. All of them brought to you by Trost Plastics. You know Trost Plastics pretty well by now, don't you? Family owned vinyl fencing specialists. They've been serving the St. Louis metro area since. Can you remember? That'll be our trivia question, huh? 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics Fence and Deck Specialist. Pitching change for Washington. Lapietta sent to the showers with back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back gateway home runs. 4-3, Grizzlies lead. Back after this with nobody out and nobody out still in the third on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. 
using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Brent Sakurai now the batter for the Grizzlies with a 4-3 lead. Nobody on, nobody out, bottom of the third. Right-hander Carter Johnson works out of the windup and deals. Brent Sakurai swings at a fastball, sends it right center field and deep. Roa back on the run, reaches out, it's past him, and it one hops up and over the fence for a ground rule double. Sakurai's headed to third. He thinks he might have had a homer, but our base umpire, Mike Weinstein, says ground rule double. The Grizzlies went back-to-back-to-back home runs to chase Josh Lapiana for the ball game, and Brent Sakurai doubles off one hop over the right center field fence, and the Grizzlies are still going. Four extra base hits in a row. It's their first hit that is not a home run. They lead it 4-3 in the third. Johnson, a 6'1", 210-pound right-hander, 24 years old from Encinitas, California, near San Diego. Same hometown as Max McNabb, former Grizzlies starting pitcher. Johnson 2-2 two two with a 3.79 run average, 20th appearance, 17th out of the bullpen. 42 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 25 and walked 15, Lee getting 280 against him. The pitch to Dustin Woodcock now. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball though. Buner, Cullum, Owings, 8-9-1. Home run, home run, home run to start this fourth inning, or the third inning, I should say. Grizzlies lead 4-3 over Washington now. Sakurai at second, nobody out for the lefty batter Woodcock who got it at first his first time. Johnson sets below the letters and deals. Woodcock takes low, and it's one and one. And it's worth reiterating again. The Grizzlies were begging for an extra base hit in game one of this doubleheader today. 11 hits, all singles. They opened with four homers for their first four hits tonight, and now a double. Sack at second, nobody out, one and one pitch. Woodcock takes a breaking ball though. Two balls and a strike. First time the Grizzlies have gone back to back to back this season. Buner, Cullum, Owings. Wow. Four home runs match the Grizzlies most in a single game this year. It's only the third inning. Two and one delivery. Woodcock grounds it sharply foul first base side and it's two balls and two strikes. Andrew Daniel on deck. Sean Dunstan Jr. in the hole. Daniel is guaranteed to bat. Dunstan will hit in this inning, regard, or, uh, barring a double play of some kind or another out of the bases. Woodcock is now tied with Owings and since retired Luke Lowry for the Grizzlies team lead at a dozen homers. Two and two pitch from Johnson on the way. Woodcock takes a curve low. Three balls, two strikes the count. Told you, games between these clubs usually high scoring. 
especially in this ballpark. The last two years prior to today's doubleheader, six games in this park between Washington and Gateway, 116 combined runs. That's more than 19 runs per game between the two teams. And the earlier game today had 16 total runs. Payoff pitch. Woodcock grounds it foul, first base side into the screen. Lapiana finished after two plus innings, four runs all earned on four hits, all home runs. A strikeout, no walks. 41 pitches, 25 were strikes. Three balls, two strikes still on Woodcock, and here it is. Dustin takes a curve outside, no, called strike three. Wow, that wasn't close. That's a tough call. First strikeout for Johnson, the second for Wild Things pitching, and Woodcock had a word with Joe Harris. That looked low and well outside. But there's one away for Andrew Daniels. Lapiana all season had allowed three home runs. He allows four in two official innings tonight. Here's the ready batter, Daniel. He has nine big flies for the year. Johnson stretches and deals. Daniel checks his swing and takes a curve low. Sakurai at second, one out, 4-3, gateway in the third, and the 1-0 pitch on the way. Daniel takes low, ball two. Andrew struck out swinging for the first and only strikeout to the credit of Josh Lapiana, Wild Things starter. That was in the second inning. It's 4-3 gateway in the last of the third. Two balls, no strikes on Daniel. He swings and drives one left field. Back goes Pinkston to the track, to the wall. It's off the fence and bounces away from him. Sakurai gets the pinwheel. He will score easily. RBI double for Andrew Daniel. And it's 5-3 Grizzlies, their sixth hit of the night, all for extra bases. Four homers, two doubles, three round trippers, and a couple of two-baggers in this inning alone. Seven Grizzlies have come up in the third. Make it six have come up in the third. Five have extra base hits. Here's Shut Dunstan Jr. Dunstan had a home run in the second. First Grizzlies run game of a one nothing lead at the time. Washington scored three in the top of this third inning. The Grizzlies have answered with four and lead it five to three. Daniel at second, still only one out. Right-hander against left-hander. Johnson ready at a pitch. Sean takes a curve low. The home run was Sean's ninth of the year. Tied in with Andrew Daniel. Three off the Grizzlies team lead. Both of them trying to get to double digits tonight or tomorrow before the end of the year. 1-0 pitch on the way. Dunstan takes, added in, two balls, no strikes. Johnson has pitched twice against the Grizzlies, including a start. Against Gateway in Washington, May the 26th, which was against Dominic Tapuja. In total, he's allowed six runs, five earned over five and two-thirds innings before tonight. His 2-0 offering to Sean is not going to come in. Time called by, I believe, Dunstan at the plate. So, counting tonight, Johnson has now thrown six innings against the Grizzlies this year. 
not allowed seven runs, six earned. 2 0 pitch. Taken at the knees for a strike. Wesley Jones on deck. Greg White in the hole. The only remaining two Grizzlies who have not batted in this inning. 5 3 gateway. Four runs across in the bottom of the third. Still only one out, and Daniel at second base. Two balls and a strike. Johnson ready and a pitch. Sean swings, drives in right field on a line toward Roa. He backs up, makes the catch. Throws toward Daniel, who scampers back to second. Unlucky for Sean, a hard line drive to right. But he is the second out, and Wesley Jones will bat. Crowded out back to the mound his first time in the second inning, but had three hits in the first game of the doubleheader, so still three out of four on the day. Right-hander against right-hander. Johnson sat to the pitch. Jones swings at a fastball and ticks it off the mask of the catcher, Drew Benny, and I think a little bit off Joe Harris, the plate umpire, but he has made the decision that Benny got the worst of it, and so he's going to walk out and toss a new ball to Johnson and then walk slowly back uh, behind the plate, give Benny a chance to get his bearings. Good crowd has gotten to see a good show tonight. It'll be a big crowd tomorrow, usually the biggest of the year. Every once in a while challenge by July the 3rd, which is usually a very big night as well. One strike pitch. Jones takes a slider low, and it's even one and one. 5-3 gateway. Two outs. Daniel at second, last of the third. Johnson works for the first base out of the rubber. He straightens with his side and deals. Jones swings and chops it foul up third and Balls behind. One ball and two strikes. It'll be interesting to see how much Depujan has left because the Wild Things seem to be seeing him quite well in the third. So will this rejuvenate him as it sometimes does certain starting pitchers and give him added energy to finish out this ball game? One or two pitches, a check swing tapper foul. Not to say to finish it out literally, but to finish out his participation in the game anyway and give the Grizzlies a little bit more for another inning or two, set himself up potentially to win the game. Or will Gateway have to rather shortly go to its bullpen? One and two pitch again. Jones tried to check his swing on a slider down and away, but offered at it. And Drew Benny, the catcher, puts a tag on him to end the inning. Grizzlies score four times on back-to-back-to-back homers and then back-to-back doubles. Sakurai and Daniel. We head to the fourth 5-3 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Go ahead, crack open a Pepsi. 
and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you. Whether you're a big sports fan, you're into the arts, love summer fun, music concerts, or just walking your dog, Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way. Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. I'm Meg <laughs> Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which is OMG, stop. right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific. Quiet plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Gateway 5, Washington 3. Now our score as we head to the top of the fourth inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Nick Hatterback with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Dominic Tapujan winds and delivers to J.J. Fernandez, who takes a changeup strike on the outside. Tapujan allowed three runs on three hits in the third inning, and the Grizzlies fell behind three to one. One strike pitch. Fernandez takes a fastball strike on the inside. I think in two on the switch hitting first base. Pitu back to the left side. Struck out his first time tonight for the second of three. The right-hander Tapujan is punched out for his evening. Wind up with a two-strike delivery. A changeup taken down and away for a ball. The Grizzlies, though, answered with back-to-back-to-back home runs to open the home third and take the lead. Then doubles from Sakurai and Daniel made it 5-3 where we stand now in the fourth. One and two offering on the way. Fernandez swings and misses. He chased a fastball outside. Second time he struck out, both on the same pitch. Tapujan is K'd four, one away in the fourth inning. All Grizzly strikeouts brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one call.com. So now it's the righty batter, Stephen Lohr. Tapujan lets fly. Lohr takes a fastball strike of the inner edge. He fly to center his first time. He's one for three now for the doubleheader. A grand slam in game one, also at three walks. Scored four runs, drove four home. The pitch. He checks his swing and takes somewhere. Ball one. Count is even, a ball and a strike. One out of the base is clear. 5-3, gateway, top of the fourth. Tapujan for the third base out of the rubber. Rocker step, the kick, and the delivery. That's a slider down and outside. Two balls and a strike on Lohr. Farmer Southern Illinois minor. Traded to Washington just uh, a couple of months ago. Not even a month ago plus, maybe five or six weeks. Two and one offering now. Lohr takes high, ball three. And a trade that sent Nick DeRazzo back to the minors after about half a season with a wild thing. By the way, on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, Windy City leads Florence 17 to nothing in the fifth inning. Three and one pitch. Lower swings and tops it up third and foul. So if you thought Washington beating Gateway 15 to one was going to be the highest scoring game in the league tonight, you're already wrong. 
Windy City and Florence aren't even, even a halfway through that game. What a way for the Thunderbolts to finish their 2019 season because Windy City and Florence are not playing tomorrow. Three balls, two strikes on Lohr. Tepujan takes a long look in. A breath and his payoff pitch. Lohr swings and fights a fastball off. In on his hands, back to the screen. So Windy City is not going to be headed to the playoffs, of course. The Thunderbolts are going to finish in third place in the East, at least a dozen games behind Lake Erie for the East Division crown. But what a positive end of their season. Payoff again. Laura swings at a curve, fouls it back. 17-0 in the fifth inning. Hard not to send uh, fans home happy, regardless of what it means for postseason. Southern Illinois up 8-2 over Evansville in the seventh, but the Otters won't care. They're going to clinch the West Division title anyway with a Florence loss. River City up 2-0, seventh inning in Schaumburg. Lake Erie at Joliet tied 1-1 in the seventh. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskyboss.com. Playoff pitch again on the way. Laura swings and bounces one sharply past the diving Wesley Jones and down the third baseline, a fair ball toward the quarter. Cut off by Greg White. Laura rounds first, motors for second. The throw off a hop is late. Laura slides in with a double. One out, two bagger for Laura, his 12th double of the year, counting his time with the minors. And he's in a scoring position and brings Terrence Pinkston to the plate as the potential tying run for the Wild Thing. Woody City, by the way, has those 17 runs on only 10 hits against Florence. Freedom pitchers have walked 10. There's a strike over the outside of the knees. Nothing in one on Pinks in the righty batter. Chris Amend was the starter for Florence tonight. Three and a third innings, 14 runs all earned. No strikeouts, seven walks for him. Tapujan from the belt, one strike delivery is on the way. Pinkston takes a curve that drops but stays just high above the belt for a ball. One and one on Pinkston. 5-3 Grizzlies, Lohr at second, one out top of the fourth. Pinkston had a single and a run scored leading off the third. Tapujan ready. And he throws. Pinkston swings at a fastball, tops it softly back to the mound, backhanded by Tapujan, throws to third. Laura is tagged out by Jones, who throws back to first, but Pinkston is easily saved. Laura took off for third on contact, and he is thrown out by an alert Tapujan, one to five of the scorebook. Pinkston reaches on a fielder's choice and gets it 0 for one. And now two down to the inning, and Drew Benny will bat. Individual offensive performances for Windy City include a three for three night for Montgomery so far. Here's Benny, the righty batter. Pinkston at first base, two down. Owings holds him there. Tapujan ready. And the pitch. Benny swings and fouls one back. No balls, one strike. Gateway has only out hit Washington six to five, but all six of those Grizzlies hits have been for extra bases. What a dichotomy between game one and game two. Tapujan's one strike offering on the way. 
Benny swings and misses at a fastball. Now they get two of the Wild Things catcher who walked and scored in the three-run Wild Things third inning. Such an odd game this is. 11 singles, nothing for extra base hit, for extra bases in game one of the doubleheader, and the Grizzlies have turned around in a game that started not even an hour after the previous one ended and had six hits all for extra bases. Tapujian's two-strike pitch to Benny. Rudder goes, it's chopped toward the middle. The second baseman, Daniel, gloves it there, flips to first, and pulls Owings off the bag. A wide throw moves Pinkston to third. An E4 charge to Andrew Daniel. First error of the doubleheader for either team. And it puts Wild Things on first and third with two down. And brings up Brett Marr, who already has three different RBI singles in this game. And that could really hurt. Potential tying run is now aboard. The potential go-ahead run comes to the plate with two down to the fourth. Simple throw for Daniel just went wide. Pinkston at third, Benny at first, two away, fourth inning, 5-3 the gateway lead. And here is Marr, righty batter. He had an RBI single and a run in the third. The pitch, swinging a foul tip back at a Cullum's mint for a strike. Over the two games of the doubleheader today, Marr is three out of five. He has also been hit by a pitch. All three of his hits are singles. They've all brought runs in. So he's driven in three, he's scored two, and he's still on a base. Deep crouch right side stance. Feet wide apart. The pitch. Fastball taken low. One ball, one strike. Marr embodies kind of the old school light hitting second baseman. He has the black stirrups pulled up over his white socks, three horizontal red slashes across his calves. His feet are almost the width of the batting box from the back to the front, and he's way crouched to the knees. Pitch to him. Fastball driven to right field on a line, but Woodcock comes in, makes the catch, and the inning is over. Unlucky for Marr, he hit it right on the button, but right at Woodcock, and the Grizzlies' error does not hurt them. A couple of wild things left on. The home fourth inning coming up. We're halfway through this seven-inning game tonight. 5-3 Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out BaseballHall.org. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. 
Carter Johnson back to the mound for Windy or uh, for Washington. The Wild Things had a Yank starter, Josh Lapietta. In the top of the third with nobody out after the Grizzlies hit back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back home runs off of him. Johnson came in, allowed a couple of doubles inside the first three many faced to extend the gateway lead to five to three. Still how it stands going to the bottom of the fourth. Greg White, Gutter Buter, Isaiah Cullum, the seven, eight, nine Grizzlies batters will be coming up for their second chances of the nightcap this evening. And a big crowd pleased because Grizzlies public address announcer Tom Calhoun just informed them that the Grizzlies scoring five runs tonight means that they have some free Culver's coming their way. Righty to righty, pitch of the way. White takes, or, or White uh, swings and misses, I should say, out of pitch low. That is nothing in one. He lined out very hard to the shortstop Cox, who made a leaping catch to end the second inning. And White was the only Grizzly starter who did not bat in the third. Here it is. He takes low, one ball and one strike. Gateway sent eight men to the plate, five hits, all for extra bases and four runs across in the third. The Grizzlies have five runs on four doubles, or uh, four homers and two doubles for their six hits. Four homers, two doubles. One and one pitch. Stays high, two balls, one strike. White settles back in, open stance, very back of the box for the rookie. Out of Greensboro, North Carolina, and North Carolina A&T. He swings at a fastball, fouls it off, right side out of play, two balls and two strikes. Gunnar Buter is on deck, Isaiah Cullum to follow. And those two, although they're the eight and nine batters, went back to back with home runs to start the third, the first two of the Grizzlies back to back to back homers. Buter, Cullum, and Owings. Two and two pitch from Johnson. White swings and lifts a fly ball, medium deep right center. Roa to his right from right. Underneath it makes the catch. So one down, White is 0 for two, and here comes the aforementioned Mr. Buter. Buter was 0 for three. Fly out a couple of strikeouts in the first game of the doubleheader today as the Grizzlies' first baseman, D.H. tonight, and he hits his fourth home run of the year in his first at bat tonight. Pitch of the way, and it's taken out and outside for a ball. There is action in the Washington bullpen. A left-hander is up and has begun to throw. First time this year the Grizzlies have gone back to back to back. Pitch is fouled back, one and one. Johnson deals. Buter takes a curve that backs up inside. Two balls, one strike. One out, nobody on. Gateway ahead, five to three in the last of the fourth. And only a seven inning game, remember. So we might see the Grizzlies bullpen as soon as uh, pitches swung out a miss, two and two. As soon as any trouble arises in the fifth inning. Although Tapujan does look as though he's settled in pretty nicely. 
He'll be dealing, though, with the Wild Things' third trip down the lineup. It'll be the top of the order. Cox, Davis, and Hughes coming up for their third at-bats. Strike three call over the outside corner. Pewter looking at a little cutter, and he strikes out. Third man, Johnson is punched out. First looking, two gone to the home fourth. And here comes Isaiah Cullum after his home run last time, the first of his professional career. This is only Isaiah's ninth game he's played since he signed with the Grizzlies July 13th. Right-hander against right-hander. Johnson winds and delivers. Cullum takes a fastball on the belt for a strike. Coming into this game, he was one out of 18. And his only professional hit came in Joliet in July. It was a ground ball right to the shortstop. One strike pitch. Isaiah takes a bouncer one and one. And it hit Gunnar Buner, who was running between second and third on the foot, which goes as a hit for Cullum, even though it's a dead ball, then Buner is out. That was his only hit until his first professional home run, the second hit of his pro career, which was a deep bomb out to left field. Back in the third. One and one offering. Isaiah swings and hits a hard two-hopper to third, knocked out of the backhand by Hughes. He collects, shuffles, and throws, beats Cullum at first, and retires the side. A 1-2-3 frame for Carter Johnson. Fly out, strike out, ground out. We head to the fifth. Both teams will have the top of their orders batting in the fifth inning. 5-3 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you. What you mean to me? Ooh, I'll be waiting here for you when you come home. I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I've stayed at Dave's. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Top of the wild things order in the visitors' half of the fifth inning. It's a 5-3 Washington lead over Gateway, or a Gateway lead over Washington through four innings. Grizzlies scored one of the second. Wild things three in the third. Grizzlies four in the bottom of the third. Dominic Tapujan deals to Ryan Cox to start the fifth. And he takes low for a ball. Cox, followed by J.R. Davis and Shane Hughes, the top three batters in the Wild Things order. Grizzlies five, Washington three after four. 
Right-hander Tapujan working into a fifth inning in his start. 1-0 pitch is lifted with some power to left field and deep. Back goes White to his left on the run, reaches out, makes the catch. Over the shoulder grab just shy of the track. Good play by White and one away in the fifth. Greg does seem to have the tendency with left-handed batters to somehow sometimes uh, underestimate the flight of the ball and how well it's going to carry. He's been taking those little banana routes starting toward his left, running towards center, and then having to bow deeper and deeper, sort of slowly turning toward the warning track. But he got to that one for the out. Here's the ready batter, J.R. Davis, who's 0 for 2. Ground out and a pop-up. He swings at a fastball, pops it foul, right side out of play. But a good play by White. And one down, nobody on top of the fifth. Grizzlies up five to three. Right hander against right hander. The one strike delivery on the way. Davis takes a change up strike of the outer third. Nothing in two. There's all kinds of stretching going on now in the Grizzlies bullpen up the right field line in foul ground. Jason Seaver has been up and stretching. Jeff Bramlett. A couple of probable late relievers for the Grizzlies in this game if the lead remains two runs or similar. Fusion's next pitch will be his 75th. Ahead, no balls and two strikes on Davis. Dominic gets his side from Cullum. Here's the windup of the pitch. Davis swings and fouls it back over the screen out of play. I would think this will be Tapujan's last inning, even if it goes smoothly. And it's a little bit surprising that the Grizzlies don't have anybody up in the event that Hector Roa comes up in this inning with at least one person on base as the potential tying run. Because I'm not sure Gateway wants the Pujan to face him a third time. Time called by Davis, the Wild Things batter. Grizzlies trying to even the series, split the doubleheader with a win tonight. Two strike pitch. Davis takes a slider down and away for a ball. And he'll see a fifth delivery in this plate appearance. It would snap a four-game Grizzlies losing streak and stop the Wild Things before they get to three victories in a row and set up a winner-take-all for the series tomorrow night and for ninth place out of ten in the Frontier League. Two-strike pitch. Swing and a miss. Davis lunges out at a slider and misses. That's the fifth Tapujan strikeout. Two down in the fifth inning. All Grizzlies strikeouts brought to you by Julie. The Illinois One Call system. Know what's below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit IllinoisOneCall.com. Here's the lefty batter, Shane Hughes, who has fly to left and grounded out, but brought in a run with that. The pitch. Change up outside for a ball. So Hughes over two, but has driven in a run. 5-3 Grizzlies, two outs, nobody out as the wild things bat at the top of the fifth. Tapujin's a 1-0 pitch. Hughes swings and chops it to second. Off a couple of hops, it's glove. No, it pops off Daniel's glove at a short right center. A second Andrew Daniel error in as many innings. Both on seemingly simple plays. That one had handles, a couple of hops that came up around his head, and it just popped off his glove at a short right center. Everybody was shocked. Maybe he came up just a little bit higher than Daniel thought. Might have had some top spin, which can react weirdly on the turf. Grizzlies did not make an error in the first game. They've made two now in the nightcap. And it brings Roa up as the potential tying run. The pitch. Slider popped up off the end of his bat at a right center, but it's taking Dunstan back. Still going toward the track. Reaches out. Makes the over-the-shoulder catch. 
That ball kept carrying with a win. Rolla got it off the end of his bat, lunging out toward the outside part of the plate and still almost drove it 380 plus feet out of this ballpark. Instead, Sean makes the running grab, no runs, no hits, one error, one left. Home fifth is next, 5-3 Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network. Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it, really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you, there's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network. Pitching change for the Wild Things as we head to the bottom of the fifth. Gateway leads Washington five to three, and the. Visitors go to a new pitcher. Carter Johnson finished after two innings, one run. It was earned on two hits, three strikeouts, no walks. 33 pitches, 20 strikes. And he gives way to the six foot three, 205 pound left-hander, B.J. Sable. He is 23 years old from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. One and two with a 3.09 earned run average. 44th appearance of the year for Sable. All in relief. 40 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 55, walked 16, and the league is hitting 225 against him. His earned run average was well under three before River City got him for a couple of runs on Wednesday, his most recent appearance. Left-hander against left-hander, Sable works out of the stretch, first base side of the rubber against Grizzlies leadoff man Connor Owings. Sidearms in, a slider that misses inside ball one. Owings will be followed by Brent Sakurai and Dustin Woodcock at the top of the gateway order, leading five to three. pitch. Owing swings and sends a high pop-up. Foul ground up the right field line. Might go out of play. Row it over toward the Grizzlies dugout, but it is back to the dark green seats. Dominic Tapuja now in line for the win. They're stretching, but no throwing yet of the Grizzlies' bullpen. I would still think he's probably going to be finished, but not necessarily. Gateway might try to go ahead and get to Jeff Bramble at the Grizzlies' closer, if possible. Owings has grounded out and homered. Sables one and one pitch. Slider fouled back, one and two. Cotter's home run was his 12th of the year, tied him with Luke Lowry and Dustin Woodcock for the club lead. He was the third of back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back homers, the fourth 
of four Grizzlies home runs tonight. 5-3 gateway, nobody on, nobody out, last of the fifth in a seven-inning game. Sable to stretch from the belt, one and two pitch. Owings takes a slider outside, two balls, two strikes. Grizzlies have made a couple of errors. Last two innings, but managed to put zeros in the board nonetheless. Tapujan now in line for the victory. Sables two and two offering. Swing and a miss by Owings. Chased a slider out of the way. First strikeout for Sable. And the fourth for Wild Things pitching without a walk. Grizzlies pitchers have struggled with walks in a big way during this doubleheader. They pitched 12 innings and walked 12. Meanwhile, Washington pitchers have tossed 11 and a third without a walk. And that's a big deal, especially in this nightcap. Lefty to righty, the pitch to Brent Sakurai. Take it outside of all. Because the Grizzlies have had six hits, all for extra bases. Four of them home runs. So had the Wild Things allowed really any, but certainly if they'd allowed many free base runners on walks or hit batsmen, they could really be in trouble. That's somewhat true for the first game as well when Gateway had 11 hits, all singles. Pitch high, and it's 2-0. Relatively difficult to have 11 hits in a seven-inning game and score only one run. Grizzlies made a couple of outs on the bases, but for the most part, they just couldn't string enough of those singles together. And had there been any walks mixed in, there could have been some big innings in a hurry. 2-0 pitch. Sakurai takes a fastball strike over the inside. Brent has grounded a first, doubled, and scored a run. In that four-run third inning when the Grizzlies had five extra base hits, three homers and two doubles. Two and one offering. Zach swings. No, he checked his swing, but it's a called strike anyway. Slider of the knees, two and two. Five-three gateway, one out, nobody out of the home fifth. Dunstan a homer in the second, gave the Grizzlies a one-nothing lead. They fell behind 3-1 after two and a half. Sable two and two again. Here it is. Taken low, a slider for ball three. Then at the bottom of the third, three homers in a row to start the inning, gave the Grizzlies a 4-3 lead. Sakurai and Daniel both doubled, made it 5-3. That's still how we stand in the fifth. Sakurai bends to the knees, straightaway stance, holds his hands high around his head. Pitch is a fastball high, then he takes for ball four. So there is the first Wild Things walk, finally, of the doubleheader after 11 and a third innings against 12 for the Grizzlies, and sack on ahead of Dustin Woodcock. Woodcock has grounded a first and struck out. Left-hander against left-hander, Sable sent to the belt and delivers. Woodcock takes a slider low, no, a called strike at the knees. Andrew Daniel is on deck. He will bat barring a double play. Sable is also not the quickest to the plate and does not throw hard. Top of that throws a lot of breaking balls. The Grizzlies might consider sending Sakurai. One strike pitch is a slider. Woodcock checks his swing, takes a called strike at the knees again, 0-2.
Zachariah has 22 steals this year. He's been caught 10 times. Fernandez holds him at first, spreads out to a bigger lead now at no balls, two strikes. Sable ready, a look to first in the pitch. Woodcock takes a slider down and away for a ball. Still nobody throwing in the Grizzlies' bullpen, so it looks like Tapujan is going to come back out for the sixth. Try to get the Grizzlies through one more inning after the bullpen was taxed a bit in game one of the doubleheader. What a two-pitch. Woodcock swings and sends a soft liner to shallow center, drops a base hit. Sakurai moves up to second. Woodcock is one for three, and there are two Grizzlies on with one out. First Grizzlies single of the entire game. Comes with five runs already on the board for Gateway. Slider around the outside, maybe even off the corner. Woodcock just extended his arms, lunged out with a barrel, threw the bat hand at it, and got it off the end of his bat, was able to muscle it into short center. So here's Andrew Daniel. He has struck out and driven in a run with a double. Also made a couple of errors defensively for which he will be eager to make amends. Two on, one out, 5-3 Grizzlies in the last of the fifth. Lefty to righty, Sable sets, and a pitch. Daniel takes a fastball strike, good pitch over the outside of the knees. But I would think Brandon Mattern certainly unavailable for the Grizzlies tomorrow. He threw 65 pitches in game one of this doubleheader. Same for Patrick Boyle, who set a career high with 59 pitches. Nick Stroud through 27. One strike offering is a slider low at its one and one. Two on, one out, 5-3 gateway, fifth inning. Sable ready again. pitch. Daniel takes a fastball strike. Just caught the outer edge again. One and two. If Sable can locate his fastball of the outside of right-handed hitters and his slider down and away to left-handed hitters, he's very difficult. But one of those sidearm relievers is going to pitch very differently depending on the handedness of the batter facing him. Another lefty hitter, Sean Dunstan Jr. on deck, who will bat barring a double play. One and two delivery. Daniel swings at a fastball, finds it off, line drive, right field line, fair ball, bouncing toward the corner. It dies against the wall, Sakurai scores, Woodcock stopped at third, Daniel thrown out at second, but it's an RBI single, and uh, the Grizzlies lead 6-3 to three in the fifth inning. Hector Roa holds Daniel at second, 9-6 to six in the scorebook, but Andrew has driven in two with a couple of hits tonight. Woodcock to third, Sakurai scores, and Sean Dunstan Jr. will bat, with the Grizzlies now up 6-3. to three. That run charged, of course, to B.J. Sable. Left-hander against left-hander. Sean is homered and lined out hard to right. Here it comes. He shows butt, pulls back, takes a slider that breaks low. One ball and no strike. pitch. Sean takes a slider low. Two balls, no strikes. Gateway has made the game's only two errors. In fact, the doubleheader is only two errors. They both belong to Andrew Daniel. But the Grizzlies have out hit the Wild Things 8-5 and lead it 6-3. All but two of those eight hits for Gateway have gone for extra bases. None, though, in this inning. Sable deals. 
Slider for a call on strike two and one. Owing strikeout, Sakurai walk, Woodcock single, and a Daniel RBI single, although he was thrown out trying to stretch it into a double. Two balls, one strike on Sean. Save already on the pitch. Fastball off his hands. Crowded weekly back to the mound. Sable gloves it. Sidearm slings a rocket to first right on the money to J.J. Fernandez. And the speedy Dunstan is out. The Grizzlies score another run on two more hits. A man left at third. We head to the sixth inning. 6-3 gateway on the Grizzlies media network. A Budweiser, a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. This is Jason Siever, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. Six, Wild Things three as we head to the top of the sixth inning at a seven-inning ball game this evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Dominic Tapujan works out of the windup. Right-hander deals to the Washington switch heading first base with J.J. Fernandez. He swings on a fastball, fouls it off his front right foot of the box. Fernandez, match from the left side against the right-hander Tapujan. A couple of strikeouts in the two at-bats so far. For the Wild Things, number five hitter, who will be followed by Stephen Lohr and Terrence Pinkston. Five, six, and seven. Pitch is low. One ball and one strike. Tapujan winds and delivers. Swing and a miss by Fernandez. One and two. Tapujan, a strike away from getting Fernandez. On strikes for the third time in his many at-bats tonight. From the third base out of the rubber, he kicks and delivers. Fernandez swings at a curve, wraps it to the ground, a first off the glove of Owings. Couple of hops, and Cotter could not pull it in on the backhand. It squirts into right, and it's another Grizzlies error, their third of the ball game in five-plus innings of defense. All on the right side of the infield. Andrew Daniel twice 
has made errors at second base, and Connor Owings has his first at first base. Grizzlies ninth in the league coming in out of 10 teams ahead only of Schaumburg in fielding percentage and very well could end up below the Boomers depending on how these last couple of days of the season go. Pitch to Stephen Lohr. Fastball popped up short center. Daniel goes out but Dunstan comes in. His cap comes off. He makes the loud call of the one hand catch. Lohr is one for three. Fernandez holds at first base with one out. 6-3 the Grizzlies lead of the sixth and Terrence Pinkston will bat. He's one for two, a single fielder's choice, a run scored. Drew Benny is on deck. He'll bat, barring a double play. Right-hander Grant Black has begun to throw in the Grizzlies' bullpen, which is interesting. I wonder if Gateway is preparing for the possibility of having to replace Depujan in this inning. Pitch of the way. And as a fastball grounded left side, a slide to his left by the third baseman Jones. He gloves, fires to first, got him at first base. Fernandez moves to second on the Sterling sliding play by Wesley Jones. And here's Drew Benny now. He has walked, reached out an error, 0 for 1 with a run scored. Because I would think if this game goes to the seventh, still in a safe situation, that that opportunity would have gone to Jeff Bramblett, who has not pitched since Wednesday in Evansville. The pitch, and he takes up it in for a ball. Grizzlies closer, who has not failed to convert an opportunity this year. By the way, Black is throwing. I wonder if it's going to be him instead. Bramblett had to run back to the Grizzlies clubhouse between innings. He's still standing all the way up the left field line in the corner near the Grizzlies clubhouse waiting to come back at the end of the inning. Tapujian's a 1-0 delivery on the way. Benny swings at a fastball, smokes it into deep center. Back goes Dunstan, turned around, reaches out. It's over his head and one hops to the wall. That will score Fernandez. Benny into second. With a two-out RBI double, and the Grizzlies' lead is back down to two. It's 6-4 gateway of the sixth on an unearned Washington run. After Fernandez reached to lead off the inning on an Owings error. Benning's, Benny has an RBI double, and that's going to do it for Tapujan, who's going to end up one out shy of a quality start, it would appear. Looks like the nod is going to go to Grant Black with Brett Maher coming up. He's hit Tapujan well tonight. He's hit every Grizzlies pitcher well in this doubleheader. No signal yet, but Phil Warren generally does not make mound visits if he's not going to lift a pitcher. But he's going to leave him in. That's interesting. I don't know that more than a couple of times this year, barring when James Frisbee has been ejected and or suspended, has Phil Warren made a visit to the mound without making a pitching change. Jeff Bramlett took advantage of that visit to... Uh, Run back across the outfield to the Grizzlies' bullpen, which is in foul ground on the right side. So it looks like Bramblett would be the guy in the seventh if it's a save situation, which it appears it will be. Righty to righty, rudder at second, two down. Pitch to Brett Maher. There's a fastball lifted down the right side, foul it out of play. But that Black would be readying probably to face Ryan Cox if Maher were to get on base. But Maher represents the potential trying run of the plate as it is. He does have one home run this year. He has three hits, all for RBIs, the two games of the doubleheader today. Grizzlies six, Wild Things four. Runner at second, two down. 
the pitch. Or takes a big curve that stays high. One ball and one strike on to Pujan. Dom is at 90 now for the ball game. He steps off to the first base out of the rubber. Pushes his right foot back against the third base out of the slab. Dangles his arm without the ball. It's tucked at his black glove against his left hip. Hands together at the bell. And a one and one offering to Mar on the way. Mar takes a strike over the outside. Good fastball. One and two. Mar had an RBI single and a run in the third. A line out to right of the fourth. 6-4 Grizzlies now. One ball, two strikes, two outs in the top of the sixth with Benny at second base. Marn is crouched right side stance, has just a little twitch of the bat with his white batting gloves, holds it down to the knob against his right shoulder. Tapujan against what is almost certainly his final battle of the ball game either way. One and two offering now to Marr after a long hold. Here it is. Marr takes a fastball, though. Two balls, two strikes. Now Tapujan will have to throw pitch 93. Cox on deck is one for three, an RBI double and a deep fly to left center field in the fifth. He, too, has hit Tapujan very well. And so the Grizzlies probably would not want him to face Dom again. Now the two and two pitch. Mar swings and pokes a foul. Right shot out of play. He just stays alive. A run across for Washington in the sixth inning, unearned. First since three runs in the third for the Wild Things when they had a 3 1 advantage. Grizzlies scored four in the home half of the third and then another in the fifth. They led 6 3 after the fifth inning. And when they have the lead at the end of the fifth, they're very difficult to beat this year. Another two and two pitch. Mar swings at a changeup and tops it foul to the backstop. Gateway this season with the lead after the fifth inning, 29 wins and five losses. The Grizzlies win just about 86% of the time when they have the lead after the fifth. They led 6-3 after five tonight, but it's down to 6-4 the sixth. Two outs runner at second, another two and two Tapujan delivery. Curve stays high and it's full. Three balls, two strikes on Marr. And Dom is laboring. Grant Black is throwing as hard as he can in the Grizzlies' bullpen. He is fully hot and ready to come into this ballgame. Should Ryan Cox get to bat at this inning, he is on deck, the Wild Things leadoff man. Tapujan walks behind the mound, picks up the rosin bag, knocks it around, pumps the white powder out into the air, wipes his hand off on the Back right side of his white pants and climbs back to the third base out of the rubber. Three balls, two strikes on Marr. 6-4, Grizzlies lead in the sixth. Betty at second, two outs. Tapujan the stretch, a look to second. And the pitch. Marr swings and misses at a fastball and strikes out. Tapujan got him. Six Ks in six innings. A quality start for Tapujan. Four runs, only three earned. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Six four, still the gateway lead on the Grizzlies Media Network. One small change can do a lot of good. 
That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network. New pitcher for the Wild Things. We go to the bottom of the sixth. 6-4 is the gateway lead. Remember, just the seven-inning game, so the Grizzlies only need to get three more outs at the top of the seventh. But they would uh, like to get a little insurance against the new six-foot-four, 215-pound right-hander James Meeker, 24 years old from Wexford, Pennsylvania. Delivers to the righty batter Wesley Jones, who swings at a fastball, grounds it off the mound towards short. Cox charges, gloves, throws sidearm on the run to first, and beats Jones by a step and a half. Wesley is 0 for three after he was three for three in game one. So now Greg White, the number seven batter, will get a chance. He is lined down to short and flying out to right. Hit the ball hard, but has not been rewarded for it. Jeff Bramlett, the Grizzlies' closer, has begun to warm up in the gateway bullpen. Right-hander against right-hander. White at his open stance, back of the box, upright. Pitch to him as a fastball taken for a strike. Meeker is in his 40th appearance for the Wild Things this year, all out of the bullpen. Two and three with a 3.22 earned run average. 53 innings, he struck out 56, walked only 14. Lee getting 225 against him. Pitched down and away for a ball against White. It's one and one. One out, nobody on, home six. The Grizzlies up six to four. B.J. Sable tossed an inning. He allowed a run. It was earned on two hits. He struck out one and walked one. The pitch. White swings and fists a slow roller towards short. Cut off by the third baseman, Hughes. He throws to first and White is out. Two up, two down in the home sixth inning for the Grizzlies. And Cletus Avery is going to pinch hit. So Gunnar Buner finished 
as the Grizzlies DH. And technically, Avery is not a pinch hitter here. He'll be inserted as the DH immediately. Buter had a home run, a strikeout, and now Avery will bat at his place. The right-hander Meeker works for the third base out of the rubber, and he'll deal with Avery. This is the first at-bat of the double-hatter for Cletus. Righty against righty, the pitch. Fastball taken low for ball one. Avery hitting 253 this year. He has four home runs at 29 batted in. That includes his time with Southern Illinois before he was traded to the Grizzlies at the beginning of this month. Jeff Bramlett will face the top of the Wild Things order in the seventh for the moment with a two-run lead. Avery fouls it back, one and one. Cox Davis Hughes, the three Washington batters scheduled for the seventh with the Gateway needing three more outs to split the doubleheader and set up a series finale rubber match tomorrow. The greatest night in baseball. One at one pitch. Avery pops it up off his hands. Foul left side out of play. Final game of the year will also be for ninth place in the Frontier League. Two teams at the bottom of the league. They'll be playing for the tiebreaker against one another and for the better record. If Washington were to win tomorrow, the two teams would finish the year both on 38 wins. If the Grizzlies hold on to win tonight's game. But they would have the tiebreaker by virtue of having won at that point five out of nine. One and two pitch. Avery takes up and away. A fastball, two and two. If the Grizzlies win tonight, it would be their 38th of the year to match their win total from last season. Chance to improve on it tomorrow night, then to get to 39 victories. Two and two pitch. Avery sprays a foul off the right side out of play. Look out. And uh, on top of that, this would be their 40th win of the year. If not for the couple of forfeits thrust upon them from back in May due to roster violations. Two outs, double on, 6-4 Grizzlies, last of the sixth. Two balls, two strikes, still on Avery. Meeker sets again and deals. Avery tops it back over the mound toward the middle. Tough play for the second baseman, Marr. Backhands behind the bag. Throws off balance to first. But Avery beats it for an infield single. Two-out base runner for the Grizzlies. Avery is one for one. After entering as a pinch hitter, and Isaiah Cullum, who had his first professional home run back in the third, now gets a chance. He then grounded out to third base his last time up in the fourth inning. Two out of 20 as a professional, but a booming home run out to left field back in the third. Meeker steps off. Avery has good speed as well at first base. Seven steals on as many attempts across his time with the Miners and the Grizzlies this year. Fernandez holds him. Grizzlies up 6-4, two down to the home sixth. He bluffs on the first pitch, which is taken low. Snap throw behind him by the catcher, Benny. But Avery's back. One ball, no strikes. Cullum, the black batting gloves, holds his black bat down on the knob. Settles into an open stance, back of the box. Slight bend at the knees. The pitch. He takes a knee-high fastball for a strike, one and one. He's had a home run. He's thrown a man out, trying to steal second. But a good evening for Cullum. 
in a rare start for him as a Grizzly. This is only his ninth game since he signed with Gateway, which was on July 13th, more than six weeks ago. The pitch, runner goes, it's taken low ball two, Benny's throw offline. Avery dives in head first with a steal, and he's in the scoring position with two men out. Pinch hit single and a stolen base for Avery, and all of a sudden he's manufactured by himself a little Grizzlies rally in this sixth inning. Try to build on a six to four lead. Avery leads from second, a ball and two strikes on Cullum. Here it is. Isaiah waves and misses. He chased a slider down and away and strikes out. First one for Meeker, and it gets him out of the inning. Strands Avery at second. We head to the seventh inning. Gateway up six to four. Jeff Bramlett coming on, trying to make it 14 for 14 on saves. Stay with us. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network. A burger and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at 1-800-ServPro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling 1-800-ServPro or visiting ServPro.com. Helping make fire and water damage like it never happened happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. This is Sean Dunson Jr. and you are listening to Gateway Grizzly Baseball on the Grizzly Media Network. System at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Soge as we head to the top of the seventh inning, and that means it's time for Jeff Bramlett, Grizzlies closer, the Frontier League's relief pitcher of the year, has had 13 save opportunities since he took over as Gateway's ninth inning man at the beginning of July. He has converted all 13. Six foot three, 210 pound, 24 year old right-hander from Hoover, Alabama. Bramlett is three and three with a 0.51 earned on average. It's his 44th appearance of the year, all in relief. Over 52 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 58 and walked 17. The league is hitting 147 against him. He will deal, though, with the top of the Wild Things order, Ryan Cox, who has struck out, driven in a run with a double, and flying out to deep left center on a running over-the-shoulder catch by Greg White. Bramlett has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville. The pitch. Cox takes a ball just off the outside. Uh, 
One ball, no strikes on Cox, and here it is. Fastball taken low, and the count is 2 0. He'll be followed by J.R. Davis and then Shane Hughes. Grizzlies have out hit the Wild Things 9 to 6. Gateway has made the game's only three errors, but leads 6 to 4 nonetheless. Bramblet ready at his 1 0 offering. Cox takes a fastball strike of the outside. Jeff has not allowed an earned run since August 16th. 28 appearances, 31 innings without an earned run. He sets third base out of the rubber. One and one pitch. Cox takes a strike of the outside. Now the Wild Things were the first team to score against him this year. They had two runs against him on May the 24th in Pennsylvania. And they're the only team to have scored multiple earned runs against him in the same appearance all year. He only allowed one other earned run aside from that against Windy City on the 16th of June. Swinging a foul at the plate. So two earned against Washington May 24th, one earned against Windy City June 16th. That's it. Grizzlies six, Wild Things four. Nobody on, nobody out, top of the seventh. A ball and two strikes on Cox. Ramblett works on the extreme third base out of the rubber, turns the ball over in his bare right hand, black glove tucked against the left side of his chest. He sets around the letters, and he deals. Cox fouls it back. Dominic Tapujian, a quality start. He worked six innings, four runs, three earned on six hits, struck out six and walked one. He threw 96 pitches, 66 of which were strikes. Bramblett stretches again, another one and two offering. Cox swings and fouls back a curve. Be sure to stay tuned for the GCS Credit Union postgame show, which will immediately follow our final out this evening. Bramblett gets another sign. Cox still trying to battle with two strikes. Here it comes. Curveball, strike three called. Got him looking over the outside. First strikeout for Bramblett, the seventh for Grizzlies pitching, brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system, playing safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart, it's free, it's the law. Here's the ready batter, J.R. Davis, who has grounded a third, popped up, and struck out. Bramblett ready and deals. Davis takes a fastball strike over the outside. Wild Things need a base runner, both ahead of Shane Hughes on deck, then maybe more importantly, ahead of Hector Roa in the hole. Pitch to Davis is a curve for strike two of the outer end. Roa has 17 home runs this year, second in the league behind only Jake Veith of Lake Erie. And he, or any other Wild Thing, would come up as the potential tying run if Washington could get somebody on base ahead of him. Two-strike pitch from Bramblett. Davis takes a slider down and away, and it's one ball, two strikes. It's really a cutter that has a lot of movement. Phil Warren talked uh, when Jeff Bramblett was given relief pitcher of the year about how, in his eyes, as a former hitter, Bramblett really throws six pitches, one and two delivery. That's a slider low again, two balls and two strikes. Because he can throw his fastball up and down. 
He can throw his cutter inside and outside. He can throw his curveball at his changeup. Two and two delivery to Davis. Fastball foul back. He and Bramblett both talked about Jeff's training in the offseason in Birmingham. The intensity of it that added velocity to his fastball, spin rate to his curveball, without taking away his strike throwing. 6-4 Grizzlies, one out, nobody on. Top of the seventh and final inning of regulation. Two and two pitch. Fastball taken, strike three called. Pay to the outside. Back-to-back strikeouts for Bramlett, both looking, and the Grizzlies are now away. All Grizzlies strikeouts brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one, call.com. So now Shane Hughes, lefty batter who has flied out, grounded out, and reached out an error. 0 for 3, although he did, he uh, does have an RBI. Bramlett deals. Hughes takes a strike over the outside of the knees. That's a tough call. It's been a big strike zone all night from Joe Harris, our Frontier League umpire of the year in 2019. No balls, one strike on Hughes. Two outs, bases clear. 6-4 Grizzlies in the seventh. Bramlett ready. And the pitch. Hughes takes a fastball strike at the knees. Nothing in two. Grizzlies lost 15-1 earlier today to lose their fourth game in a row. Yet now a strike away from bouncing back for a victory and setting up a rubber match tomorrow with a chance to get to 39 wins and best last year's total as well as keep themselves out of last place in the league. Two-strike pitch. Swing and a miss by Hughes. That's a gateway winner. Bramlett strikes out the side. Top three in the Wild Things order go one, two, three on three strikeouts. And a 6-4 gateway winner. Back with the final totals and more next. Stay with us for the GCS Credit Union Post Game Show coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network. The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff. GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured. 
You are listening to the Grizzlies Post Game Show on the Gateway Grizzlies Media Network. Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojane where the Grizzlies win it tonight, 6-4 to four, to split the doubleheader, stab a four-game losing streak, and set up a rubber match of this series for the greatest night of baseball tomorrow evening in Sojane. Nate Gatter to wrap it up for you on the Grizzlies Media Network. Our GCS Credit Union post-game show starts right now. If you're looking for a great rate on your next auto loan or wanting to refinance your current loan, check out GCS Credit Union. Visit MyGCSCU. That's MYGCSCU.com for more details. Wild things. We're looking for a three-game winning streak there tonight at fall to 37-58. Gateway improves to 38-57 and snaps a four-game losing streak in the process. Let's get to our final totals. First for the visiting Wild Things, four runs on six hits, no errors, and five men left on base. For the host Grizzlies, six runs on nine hits, three errors, and three men left stranded. Dominic Tapujian, a quality start, and he gets the win for the Grizzlies to improve to six and seven. Josh Lapietta took the loss for the Wild Things to fall to 0 and 5. Jeff Bramlett got the save for Gateway, his 14th and as many chances. He struck out all three men he faced in the ninth inning and made quick work of the top three batters in the Wild Things order. Jeff needed only 17 pitches, 13 of which were strikes, to finish off his 14th save. The Grizzlies did commit the game's only three errors, but it does not hurt them in the end, and they get the victory. The game took two hours and seven minutes. It was played in front of 3,847 fans in Soje here this evening. Time for our Grizzlies Media Network players of the game. And on the offensive side, we're going to go, I don't know, I guess with uh, Isaiah Cullum, his first professional home run. Solo shot out to left. First, or uh, the second of Grizzlies back-to-back-to-back homers in the third. He also threw out a runner for the first time. I think with Gateway, he might have had one before. And uh, Brent Zachary reached twice, a double to walk, a couple of runs scored. Andrew Daniel was two for three, a pair of RBIs and a double. He probably gets the best honorable mention and could have easily been chosen. It's a tough uh, tough decision for pitcher of the game. I'm going to go with Jeff Bramblett. I think you could go either way. Bramblett strikes out the side in order for the save. Tafusian also had a quality start and got the win, so you really can't go wrong either way with the two pitchers tonight for the Grizzlies who helped the pitching staff bounce back in a big way after a 15-1 Grizzlies loss in the first game of the doubleheader today. So our players of the game from the Grizzlies media network, Bramblett and Cullum with big honorable mentions to Tafusian and Daniel. And a secondary one as well, the Sakurai and Owings and Buner, who were part of the back-to-back-to-back Grizzlies home runs for the first time this year in the third inning. So Gateway back at it tomorrow for the final time in 2019, game 96 of 96. 550, our Budweiser pregame show, 605 Central, the first pitch against Washington. Right-hander Chris Carden goes for the Grizzlies, 7-5 with a 4.24 earned run average. Against right-hander Nick Gallagher for the Wild Things, 2-3 with a 4.98 earned run average this year. Once again, the final totals for Washington, four runs, six hits, no errors, five left. For Gateway, six runs, nine hits, three errors, five, or uh, three stranded. Tapuja the win, he's six and seven. Lapietta the loss, he's 0 and five. Bramlett the save is 14th. Two hours, seven minutes, the official time of game, 3,847. 3847. The paid crowd this evening in Soche. That'll do it for us this evening from GCS Credit Union Ballpark. For all of us with the Grizzlies, Nate Gatter saying so long. From Sojay. Once again, our final score the Grizzlies six and the Wild Things four. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow night. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on gatewaygrizzlies.com, plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.